Hey, this is producer Henry J. Before we get into our first live podcast recording, just want to give a huge shout out to the staff of Blue Water Distilling for having us, for all of you, all of our patrons for showing up and supporting us, and to our sponsor, Milltown Credit Union. With spring here, are you looking to improve your home but have no equity? Look to Milltown Credit Union's unsecured home improvement loan. Learn more at milltowncu.org or visit them at 3201 Broadway. And now... Let's listen to our very first live podcast. Good things happen here. Everett, 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 Everett. Welcome to the Live in Everett podcast, where we explore good things in Everett, Washington. My name is Garrett Hunt. And I'm Tyler Chisholm. And I'm producer Henry J. Thanks for joining us live at Blue Water Distilling. So, uh, how's everyone doing? How are you guys doing? Are you uh, feeling good about this? Doing great. This is fantastic. Yeah, I'm feeling good. Um, Let's see. I feel like having a pretty good hair day today. I got my first Stitch Fix box. If anybody knows about Stitch Fix. So, this red Henley is from Stitch Fix. Is that where uh, you got that jean jacket? No, this is my positivity jean jacket. If you ever see me wearing this, it's because I'm just trying to have good energy. Is that a burgundy Henley? It's a burgundy Henley, yeah. Wow. I got two new Everett pins on my jacket today. New City of Everett logo pin and this new Live in Everett pin. So so I'm doing pretty good. Anyway, so the plan for today is as follows. First, we're going to play Everett Trivia. We're going to play three rounds of it, actually. You're going to participate. Yeah, when we say we, we mean mean you. Yeah, you're going to be like our surrogates. So we'll have a Tyler team and a Garrett team, but you'll have to play for us. And then we're going to do Life in Everett, this week's Life in Everett section. We're going to talk about Everett memories. And we're going to ask you to share some of your Everett memories, if you would like. Then for events, we're going to talk about summer events and the things we're looking forward to this summer because Everett has the most perfect summers and uh, I think that's it let's jump in all right you guys ready so who wants to play a game if you don't raise your hand we're just going to pick you at random so so we need two people for round one of Everett trivia and if you win you do get a prize uh, and move on to the final round of Everett Trivia at the end of the show. And uh, Should we say what the prize is for the final round of if you if Please you make do. it all the way? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so you get a, is that, how much do you get? A $25 gift card to Major League Pizza, which is Garrett's favorite pizza place. Yes. My second favorite pizza place. <laughs> and you get, a, uh, you get a bottle of gin, I believe. Vodka, gin. <laughs> Yeah, you get a whole, you get a fifth of blue water gin with some tonic mix and a nice little wood case. So full disclosure, I'm re-gifting that. That was it. Do I have to edit that out? No, 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 no. Okay. Spencer Wallace, if you're listening right now, um, <laughs> you gave this to me as a Christmas present, and I quit drinking last August. So I've just been waiting for the right moment, and today's the day. So, so who wants to play some trivia? Yeah, who wants to be Team Tyler? Megan Doust. All right, we need somebody for Team Garrett here. Christina? All right, you're up. Come on up. 
Okay. okay. So, real quick, I'll explain the rules. So, we're going to give you guys some notepad or some note cards with markers so you can write your answer A, B, C, or D. Each question is multiple choice. Audience, feel free to shout out if you want to help them out. That's fair game. And we're going to do three questions to start with. And whoever wins will advance to the final round. And if it's a tie after three questions, which it very well may be, then we'll keep doing more questions fight until we death. have a clear winner. Yeah, fight to the death. That's right. <laughs> okay. All right. You got your cards? You guys ready? Yep. Henry's going to ask questions. Hi. I know. You're going to have to stare awkwardly at me for this. Oh, wait. We forgot to introduce our guests. Oh, yeah. Who are our guests? What's... Uh, I know... I, I know you, but just pretend like they you don't, don't know you. So, what's your name? Christina. And what neighborhood are you from? Bayside. Yeah! Whoa, Bayside. Bayside represent. is in the building. That's right. How how long have you uh, lived in Everett for? About four years. Awesome. Well, welcome. Okay, I'd like to introduce my surrogate now. What is your name? Megan. What name? Megan. Megan in the house. All right. What neighborhood do you live in? Riverside. What? Riverside. That's my old neighborhood. So have you ever had the burgers at Garfield Park, the Little League burgers? All the freaking time. Yeah, those are one of Everett's best kept secrets. But you can only get them like the two months during Little League season or whatever in the summer. So anyway. You got to be a creepy guy without a kid and walk up to the, yeah, to totally. the Little League Park. It's hard to get a table to get a, for one yeah, right? at the baseball field. Here we go. Everett... Trivia, best of luck to the both of you. When did Everett's first streetcar run? Everett's first streetcar. 1910, 1923, 1915, or 1893. Need your final answer now. Here we go. Writing has happened. All right. Three, two, one. All right, show your cards. All right, we got B and Megan's C. Megan's got B. B and C. Team Tyler's got B. Team Garrett has C. What is it? You're both wrong. It's D18. Ooh. <laughs> bummer. 1893. Yeah, the Chisholm method. You use the Chisholm method? No, it's okay. Just We got so many. How many riders take Everett Transit per year? This is from Everett Essentials. Episode number, I don't know. Oh, it's actually on here. Garrett put it on here. Episode 112, if oh you God. remember that one. Oh, th this is I episode don't. 112 tonight. Oh, this is episode 112. <laughs> that's, that's why I don't remember it. <laughs> I may have had a drink. How many riders take Everett Transit per year? A, 2 million. B, 1 million. C, 750,000. Or D, 1.5 million per year. How many riders? 2 million, 1 million, 750,000. 50,000, one and a half million. What do you? One dollar, Bob. Two, one, <laughs> 750, or 1.5. Three. Oh, there's, some there's some last minute. Gotta right, make up your mind. Yourself. Here we go. Counting down. Three, two, one. Flip them. All right. Team Tyler is D. We got a C over here. We're going to be here all night. It's actually two million. <laughs> two million. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the highest of the numbers? It so was. It's a Chisholm method. You got to pick the highest in a multiple choice when somebody else gives you the question. 
Next one right wins. Sudden death now. And this is true or false, so you got a 50-50 shot. True or false, Everett has a street that is the word Everett spelled backwards. True or false? Those are some quick answers. Go ahead. I'm so nervous right now. We got a true, we got a true over here. We got here. true over here. It's true. We're still, we're still hanging true. out. Uh, <laughs> One point each. Still got a tie here. Stop letting you help? Okay. Yeah, I feel like you haven't really been helping, though. This is a uh, high school question. Question about a high school. Who is the mascot for Cascade High School? It is a Bruin. Well, that's the name. That's the team name, but their mascot has a name. I know, right? Is it A, Bruno, B, Yogi, C, Ursula, or D, Benny? God, I hope it's Ursula. What is the mascot name for Cascade High? Home of the Bruins. Bruno, Here comes Ursula, everybody. Yogi, Ursula, or Benny? And this is sudden death. Team Garrett's ready. Team Garrett is locked in. Team Tyler. What's up? Are you ready? Yeah, yeah we're right. ready. Flip them. Flip them. Team Tyler's got D over here. We got A over here. Team Garrett's moving on. Bruno. Oh. Bruno the Bruin. Nice work. It's okay. Go, Sorry, Megan. Nice. Congratulations. Good job. Get, get, give me that and then give me five. What was it? Woo. It's Bruno the Bruin. Bruno the Let's Bruin. See. What did we guess? Ursula? Did... Oh, that's right. We we're supposed to give Megan a button. So Everyone don't gets leave. A button for Megan, we'll give you a button. Because on we're going to have out. you back up here for the final round at the end of the show. So congratulations. Great job. Thank I'm you. very competitive. Yeah. I'm disappointed. Very nice one. <laughs> So, uh, Megan, uh, who was Team Tyler, we've been friends since the seventh grade. And I'm very competitive, and I'm kind of pissed right now. I've, I've known Megan since high school, and I'm very disappointed. Sorry, Tyler. <laughs> You're kidding. just no match for Team Garrett. That is true. I've heard that Actually, before. Actually, you've won most of the rounds of trivia. <laughs> so. Except for every community college trivia. That's true. Garrett's killing me at that one. Sort of Culture, Everett's Garden Arts Festival, a celebration of creative outdoor living, is June 7th through 9, featuring garden artists, local nurseries, food trucks, wine garden, live music, and special guest Cisco Morris, Saturday at 2 p.m. More at everettwa.gov slash events. Okay, so let's move on to Life in Everett. On this week's Life in Everett, we're going to be talking about our favorite Everett memories. So if you have a favorite Everett memory to share, at some point, you should come up here and share it. We've allotted three hours for this segment, so keep it short. <laughs> but I'll go first to break the ice. It started one morning, I was wearing a diaper. <laughs> I was 30 years old. No, I'm just kidding. Mine isn't necessarily one favorite memory, and I know this might be cheating, but it's really kind of an era of my life. And uh, when I was in my early to mid-20s, I lived at Library Place. This was right after the recession, so they'd only built the first phase of Library Place, they hadn't built the rest of it, and rent was cheap 
for because it was like right after the market had crashed, so I could like afford it. It was like seven hundred and twenty-five dollars for a really cool apartment back then. That was a cool apartment. Yeah, and so I was living there. Was bartending at the Anchor Pub. <laughs> and uh, there was a really great open mic that used to happen there. And I'm a musician. So my life was basically like living in this cool downtown apartment, walking down two blocks to the bar that I worked at, and then hanging out with my friends and playing music. And so I think that there'll be like other moments of my life as I get older, and I, it's like there'll be other times in my life, like 10 years from now, I'll be thinking about how great of a time of my life this is right now. And it'll always be centered around like, some sort of Everett life stuff, doing life in Everett with people. And uh, I cherish those memories and look forward to them and look forward to getting old in Everett. Unless I die of a Lime scooter accident. <laughs> I guess I won't get old in Everett. So if anyone out there has a favorite Everett memory they'd like to share, we've got a little uh, microphone stand over here if you feel like hopping up there's any brave souls out there? Just don't be awkward. Ooh, oh, Mr. Anderson, let's do this. Yeah, just give him the mic. He doesn't need the stand. He's he's cool. Just don't just don't Look stick at it in the speaker. Oh, he's got Burks on. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> hey, what folks. are you, a genius? So, one of my favorite memories uh, of living here in Everett. You know, my wife, Lindsay, and I have lived here for about two years now. And my father, Bruce, from rural Vermont, loves to come out here. In fact, he's a big fan of living Everett. He's probably one of your furthest fans. Um, I would he, say definitely, yeah. <laughs> he, you know, likes, he's retired. He hangs out in rural Vermont in the hills of Brookfield and likes listening to live in Everett. And so... You know, when he comes out here, about once a year, uh, he, he doesn't want to go to Seattle. He doesn't, like, you know, want to really, like, do all the touristy things. Instead, he wants to, you know, do things like go to our local breweries or, like, clean up our parks and things like that. And that's probably one of my favorite memories is, you know, on one of his last days here, on his most recent trip, he wanted to just have a beer on the porch and then walk a few, you know, walk a few houses up to Clark Park. We live just south of Clark Park and just pick up litter and play cornhole. And so my father, you know, he flew 3,000 miles to pick up litter in Clark Park and play lawn games with me there. And that's probably one of my favorite memories of Everett. Question for you. <laughs> Is your dad Bernie Sanders? My father's not Bernie Sanders, but Bernie Sanders is the father of everyone from Vermont, so. <laughs> <laughs> so yes and no. <laughs> Thank you, great Thank you, job. Ryan. Give him a round of applause. Good work. So you guys will have some more chances if uh, anyone else wants to come up shortly, but I'm gonna share next my favorite memory. This was challenging, because I have a lot of great memories in Everett. But if I had to pick my favorite, I'd have to go back to 
February 2011, uh, I had only been living in Everett a couple years at the time, and this is a little embarrassing. It does involve Everett, but it's kind of a personal memory, being my favorite. Um, I had just moved into a house on Rockefeller, uh, about a block from Clark Park, and it was a big old seven-bedroom craftsman home. I lived with about eight other dudes, and I had lots of great memories uh, and friendships in general, uh, just living there and exploring Everett from that house. Uh, but my favorite memory was this night in February 2011. Uh, we got a pretty good snow uh, in Everett that night, and there was a girl hanging out at the house until pretty late, maybe 11 p.m. or so. I really hope it wasn't Esther. That would make this story so much <laughs> I know. more uh, interesting. And so with the sudden snow, I decided to walk her home. Uh, she lived at an apartment over near Grand Park, and uh, I just remember Everett was just so beautiful that night, everything covered in the snow, no wind, uh, very quiet and peaceful. And Everett is, I live like two blocks from downtown Everett, and it is often very quiet and peaceful, and I really love that uh, about Everett. Uh, we walked and talked, we got to her house, we kept walking past Grand Avenue Park, because it was such a great night, and I know this is not a very climactic story, but <laughs> I do love what this house on Rockefeller represents to me in Everett, which is largely community, which I think is one of the things I love most about Everett, and that we're able to walk, because Everett is so walkable and bikeable, and that's another thing I really love about it, uh, and it was just a beautiful night, and Everett is often so beautiful, even when I'll just be driving home from work at a four-way stop, and I'm looking out over the sound, and it's always just breathtaking so often, but of course, this is my most favorite memory because it is the night I fell in love with my future wife. And yeah. <laughs> Damn, Garrett. How can it not Always. be my favorite? <laughs> what would the memory of Benefester wasn't here? <laughs> Good question. Just kidding. It would have been the same memory. That is so sweet. Does anybody have a memory that they would like to share? Come on up. Come on up. Come on down, Christina. Come on down or up. Here you are. Kick it. So um, my favorite Everett memory is the first time I saw the water. Um, I came up from Tacoma, and I'd only ever been on Broadway, and I was like, man, that place sucks. <laughs> 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 There's, like, nothing up there. Like, what a weird city. Why does anybody even live there? And then I heard about the Everett Beer Fest, and I volunteered, so I got free entry and showed up there, not knowing where I was going or what I was doing, except that I was going to drink beer at some point. And I, you know, I took the bus up, and I walked down, and I looked over, and I saw the water, and just that gorgeous, breathtaking view from downtown, right down Hewitt. And I just fell in love with this city, and I said, I need to be here. This is why people are here. This is what people are doing. So ever since then, you know, it, the city's amazing. It's walkable, like you were saying. The people are incredible. I've never felt like such a part of a community in my life, ever. Um, but man, every day when I see that water, it just grounds you and brings you back to, to why we're here. Thank you. Thanks for playing. 
Hank? I have an Everett memory. Good. Let's hear it. So better be I have, good. I, I know, right? No pressure. Thanks. So I... Uh, Did you meet your wife? No. I don't have a wife, oh, Tyler. Bummer. Thanks. Um, no, I think my favorite Everett memory was, I, I don't know if a lot of you know this or not, but for seven years of my life, I was on a volunteer radio station called KSER. And I did a show called The Stereo Wire, which nobody really listened to. But I met a lot of people through that. And um, I played a lot of local music and things like that. And I decided to throw a show for my 30th birthday. And um, I booked a lot of my favorite bands to come through. Local bands like Fauna Shade played and Crystal Desert, who are now Bad Optics, who I'm a part of. Um, I believe Oliver Elfarmy played, who I was not in a band with at the time and so like I've just met all these people through throwing shows and things like that and I remember that one show specifically I was so freaked out because I didn't know what the hell I was doing and it was just so cool to have like you know a lot of friends were there and so many people were there too it was just really cool to see this is in 2016 I want to say and you know we talk a lot on the podcast and in general about how Everett has such a great arts community. But I believe that like that night in that summer of 2016, you kind of saw it like firsthand that we did have a strong arts community, that we did have a strong music scene and things like that. So like I think the summer of 20, 2016 was probably like my favorite Everett memory of just going to shows, throwing shows, and. You know, like meeting Mary Martin, who I'm in a band with now, meeting Crystal Desert, who I'm in a band with now with Bad Optics. It's just really cool. And hanging out with a guy named Tyler Chisholm, who I knew since high school. And he was like, you know, kind of a weird kid, and so was I. And we lost, you know, we, we didn't really talk to each other too much. He moved to Library Place. I moved down the street. We used to park our Volkswagen Golfs next to each other in the parking garage. And then, you know, one day we started talking about music and... Um, you know, started talking about podcasting, and the next thing you know, I'm sitting here uh, working at Live in Everett, you know, as a, as, a real, as a real big boy employee. So I think that all kind of happened in summer, summer 16. That's awesome. my favorite Everett memory. Everett is the place where your dreams find you. That's right. So any other brave souls out there that want to uh, share a quick memory? I, I, I am going to give you a Fishboy pin, Ryan. You got to go to liveinever.com slash shop, and you can buy them there. I also <laughs> owe one to you, Megan. Hey, which, by the way, the idea to share favorite memories was Haley's idea. So thank you, Haley. Uh, thanks for being here, everybody, also. Um, uh, so I was born and raised here, and um, pretty much all the really great memories growing up were down on the waterfront. So... Um, my favorite memory is specifically, I think, 2006. Um, but my best friend's family and my whole family were down here. And we got down here on the 4th of July before anyone else was here. And my dad brought his own barbecue. And we barbecued. And then we stayed until the fireworks were done. And it was just like the purest, most beautiful 4th of July childhood memory ever. And I've had the opportunity to go to it every year. And it is always the same beautiful community. So yeah. Summers in Everett. Summers Thank in you. Everett. All right. Anybody else? 
Anyone Ooh, else want to sneak one in? A couple other people. A bunch of people. And we're really breaking the ice here. Yeah, come on up. Come on down. Come on. First one here wins. Yep. <laughs> run, run, run. I am here representing the older contingent. Um, I actually have memories of Everett that go back um, to the 50s. And Everett was a different place then. And I remember driving through Everett from Seattle up to our summer place up at Kayak Point. And um, of course, there were the pulp mills. And that was before the freeway. And you'd go up 529 across those incredible bridges and we would all hold our nose and drive by. And, um, but um, my favorite memory now, um, and I have to say, I, I, love, I love living Everett. I like gin. It's nice to be here. Um, <laughs> uh, and um, I love music at the marina. And to me, um, bliss is um, a day like today with setting sun, being out on that pier. Um, my favorite band is, is the Clinton Fearon reggae, when everybody's just, you know, just like bobbing up and down from, you know, the little two-year-olds up to the 85-year-olds, and we all just are, you know, our faces are all just bathed in that setting sun, and, um, and we're just having a blast, and we're just all together, and it's, um, it's really awesome. Megan, get on up here. Okay, so I actually grew up in Marysville, but my both of my parents' families yeah, yeah, lived go in Tommies. Everett. Yeah, woo -woo. sorry. Um, and so my grandparents lived on 20th and Virginia, and I remember as a kid we used to walk to Virginia Market and get those candy cigarettes that were just pieces awesome. of chalk. And then go play at Garfield Park. I think those candy cigarettes are still at Virginia Market. 100%. I'm sure they are. <laughs> Why my kids don't go there. Um, but, no, they, I love Everett. Like, I grew up, like, a lot of people that grew up right outside of Everett thinking it was kind of garbagey. And then you grow up and you realize it's actually pretty amazing and awesome. Um, but also, I'm going to share a second memory. Does anybody, especially people that grew up here, did anybody ever remember Hilltop Burger on the top of Broadway? It was, yeah, okay, thank you. I often dream about that place, especially like when I drive from Marysville back into Everett and I see like now it's a car lot and it makes me really sad because they had the best burgers ever, what? ever. And it probably closed, I don't know, it closed down like 10 or 15 years ago. Oh, there was the Was best. it pre or post Sherry's closing? I think pre. Anybody remember the Sherry's on Broadway? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So crazy. Yeah, that was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else? Christopher? Get on up here. Mr. Christopher Bragg, which you've all probably read this guy's writing on our blog, one of our best contributors here. It's funny you should mention that because one of my favorite memories is kind of how that came to be. So I saw a postcard on a bulletin board somewhere, maybe at Clubhouse Bar and Grill, I'm not sure, for the Everett Makers Market. And that one was in a tiny space on Hewitt, and we went, and there was some cool stuff there, but there were a lot of people there. 
which was kind of exciting, but also kind of nerve-wracking, especially because at the time, the space had offices in it, and vendors were kind of crammed into offices, and it was just nuts. But I, uh, my husband offered to buy me an air plant that day, and I got my first one, which for those of you who have known me for a while, <laughs> they became quite an obsession for me for a while. I even sold them on Etsy for a while, but thank goodness I stopped doing that. Um, but at the time, I decided that that would be a good gift for my mother-in-law, so I uh, arranged to meet Kristen from Vertical Gardens Northwest, who also runs the Maker's Market. She met me at the same space and sold me another one, and we were just chatting, and she told me about Live in Everett, and so I checked it out, and eventually I became a contributor, and it really changed my life. So it was a very stressful day to start out, but I liked where it ended up. Thanks, man. You've changed our lives. I mean it. Thank you. All right. All Anyone right. Else? So, who's ready for another game? Trivia? Another, trivia? Another round of trivia is about to begin. We need two new people. Team Tyler. For Team Who do Tyler I got? Garrett. Team, Joe team Garrett. Downs. <laughs> Who do we got? <laughs> He's a very stable genius. We need one more. Oh, man. One more. We need one more. Come who's on. Who's into it? All right. I haven't met you yet, but come on up. I need to. Come on up, Joe. Amy, my new friend. So, uh, what neighborhood do you live in? Northwest. And how long have you lived in Everett for? Um, I grew up here, so I'm 40, so a long time. Awesome. Welcome. What's your name? Joe. What neighborhood do you live in? Bayview. Bayside. Uh-oh. What the hell? That's, that's close. And uh, how long have you lived in Everett? Uh, 24 out of 32 years. 24 out of 32 years. Excellent. Well, here we go. Let's get your stuff here. Is anybody from Port Gardner? <laughs> All right. Hey. I just moved to 35th and Oaks. So. Tyler, can, I, can oh, hell Team yeah. Garrett have a card, please? Yes. I really hope we win this time. I believe in you. All right, Amy, you got this. All right. You, you kids ready for this? Here we go. Question one. What 17-year-old Hall of Famer hit his first professional home run against the Everett Giants right here in Everett, Washington in 1987? Joe doesn't even need the letters. Just saying. Joe's already writing it down. Randy Johnson, Edgar Martinez, Ken Griffey Jr., or Dan the Man Wilson? So we have the big unit, Edgar, Poppy. I think as he it was, was Randy known, Johnson. The kid and Dan the man. Ready? Here All we right. go. Um, Team Garrett's ready. Let's go. All right. Just, uh, you know, whoever you want. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> Team Tyler, Ken Griffey All Jr. All right. We got C, the kid. You're both correct. It was Ooh. Ken. Very good. Good work. Good work. I used to know Ken Griffey Jr.'s middle name, and I don't. That's how big of a fan of Ken Griffey I was. I thought I was a Ken Griffey fan, but I did not know his nickname was The Kid, so I guess I'm not that big of a fan after all. Wow. Let's do a, uh, let's do a Port of Everett, since we're here at Blue Good Water idea. on the Port of Everett. Let's do a Port of Everett question. Who was the first yacht club on the Everett waterfront? A, Buckle Teo Yacht Club. B, Everett Yacht Club, C, Snohomish Yacht Club, 
or D, Jetty Island Yacht Club? Who was the first yacht club on the Everett waterfront? Buckleteo, Everett, Snohomish, or Jetty Island Yacht Club? Who was it? So is Buckleteo, Everett, Snohomish, or Jetty Island? I can't help you, man. I can't help you, and I don't know anyways, so. All right, Amy's ready. All right, show them on over. Let's see. Show those cards. We've got Muscle we got B. over here. B over here. It's B. Every Yacht Club. Oh, oh. Team Tyler down. Go, Amy. It seemed like a trick question. I would have said Muckle Tio, too, because it seemed like a trick question. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, this is a good one. Jetty I this is a Jetty Island question, which is about to open. Yeah. I still have never been. That's so weird. I know, I know. I, I, I grew up in Marysville. It's not a very good place for God. My parents don't like boats. My parents are here tonight, by the way. They didn't yeah, want me parents. to shout them out, but there they are right there. My parents, ladies and gentlemen. Henry Sr. and Barbara in the building. It was hard to tell. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? The Port of Everett started offering a summer recreation ferry service to Jetty Island in what year? What year did the Jetty Island ferry start? 1956, 1982, 1968, or 1990? 56, 82, 68, or 90? I'm so nervous. All right, I think we got an answer over here. Three, two, one. Okay. Show them. All right, we got B over here. We got 1990. What you're, is that? You're both wrong. Oh. 1968. So now we're going to go into... <laughs> uh, long run and fairy. Should we go into sudden death now? I think it's time to go into sudden death. Yep. So, yeah, what's wait. That? So what's, what's the score now? Oh, wait. It's still one nothing. so never mind. Yeah, technically she would have won because she got one right you've gotten, out of three. You've gotten two, right? How many have you gotten, Joe? So Just one. Amy won. Team oh, Garrett won. won. Good job. There we go. Well, I'm not going to pick my friends anymore. Apparently, I shouldn't drink beer while we're doing a podcast recording and then try and figure out how to Thank do you. trivia. Joe, you still get a button for playing. Thank you. Give him Amy. a round of applause. You get one as well. All right. Nice look work. At, look at that sportsmanship. All right. So we're going to have our final round in just a minute here. We're going to go through one more segment. So, now we're going to talk about summer events. Summer is pretty much here. And we've been looking forward to our favorite summer events in the city. Um, fellas, what is your favorite summer events in the warmer months here in beautiful Kick Ever, us off, Washington? Tyler. Oh, me? Hmm. So what's your favorite hmm. summer event, Tiege? Mine is <clears throat> Jetty Island, which I know is not like one event, but it's the best thing of summer, I think. So, I feel like it blows my mind that you've never been to Jetty Island, first of all. I know, all. I know. I was Slacker. out there, like, what was, how many weekends ago when it was, like, really hot, like, crazy hot? Was that three weeks ago? Three weeks ago, I was yeah, out yeah. there, and I felt like I was, like, literally in California. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, minus all the crappy California stuff, um... People were cooler, less tan, less beautiful too, but that's okay. Uh, no, no. Debatable. Not true. Um, and yeah, Jetty Island, shallow, warm water, 
a more or less free ferry that you should donate to the ferry that'll get you over there. Uh, what an amazing asset. So that's like the summer thing that I look forward to. Alternatively, if I, the farmer's market would be my other one, which is not just also not one event. It's something that happens all summer long. So I'm kind of cheating. But the farmer's market, Jetty Island, those are mine. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so mine is slightly self-promotional, but uh, we're bringing back the food truck festival. So. Damn it, I should have done the food truck festival. This summer, August 24th, we're going to have 30 food trucks in downtown Everett. And this year we're also adding the Yum Run 5K, where you can run to the food truck festival, get early entry, uh, each mile marker will have small bites at our, uh, our mile munch markers. And not only will that be going on on August 24th, but the same day, Upper Left Beer Festival is going to be going on on Hoyt, which is another one of my favorites, which truth be told, running the food truck festival is extremely stressful and it's not that fun for me. I can't wait. <laughs> We're just going to be dead tired. But I know a lot of people have fun. And I'm really excited that Upper Left Beer Fest is going to be the same day. It's going to be a pretty darn fun day in Everett. We're also going to have a street market this year that the uh, Maker's Market is helping us uh, curate and organize. So, yeah. It's going to be a very fun day in Everett. I'm looking forward to it. I really hope nobody chokes to death. And uh, I hope nobody (laughs) sprains an ankle on the run and... Yeah, I'm stressed out about it, man. <laughs> Sign those waivers. Sign those waivers. That's right. So, yeah, that's, that's my, my favorite. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. How about you, Henry? My favorite has got to be 4th of July. I think the 4th of July with that's the fireworks surprising. and all that. It's a good time. Um, not at the park up here. Let me tell you, here's a live and ever top tip. Super secret stuff. If you go to Boxcar Park... Nobody's hanging out there on the 4th of July. Just go, just go to Boxcar Park. You can see them all. Nobody's there. Now Are everybody's going to be there. Are you kidding me? Yeah, there's seriously... Secrets like, out. There's nobody there. It's crazy. Did you know I'm on the City of Everett's 4th of July Foundation board? Yeah, I do know that. <laughs> and? <laughs> it's just... Something that happened, yeah. I don't know. It's a weird board <laughs> position. I'm just, I'm just on it, but I don't do anything. <laughs> who's uh, who's going to be the, the musical guest this year? I don't know, but I do know. So here's something cool that happened. Hell's with, Bells, the all-female ACDC cover band? Um, I have no idea. But what I do know is fireworks, crazy expensive. Who would have thought Fireworks. $50,000 for fireworks. But, and I thought that was garbage. I was like, what a waste of money. We're just blowing up money. But then you do the math for like the cost per experience because so many people go to it. It's actually cheaper entertainment than almost anything else the city of Everett does. What else is cool? Taxpayers don't pay for it. I didn't know that. Foundation raises money. People donate to it. The other thing that's cool this year the fireworks used to be put on a barge in Seattle and floated up here, and it cost thousands of dollars to bring a barge up from Seattle. But this year, Rick Lipinski, who knows Rick Lipinski? Nobody knows Rick Lipinski. <laughs> We're all not cool like you, Tyler. 
He's an old, like, real estate guy from Everett. He bought a property on the slough. The property happened to come with a sunken barge on the property. He is bringing the barge up from the bottom of the slough so the city can use it to float their fireworks so they won't have to pay all the money. He's a businessman. I'm sure he's still going to make some money off of it, but apparently. So, yeah, the barge. When you're watching the fireworks, be like, that barge. You'll be more interested in the barge than the fireworks, probably. Anyway. That's awesome. What events are you guys looking forward to this summer? Thank Food you. Trucks. You have to say that, though. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Which one? Oh, fresh, fresh paint. paint. Yeah, fresh, fresh paint, paint is awesome. Yeah. Oh, the pianos, music at the marina. Oh, yeah. So many good ones. Artist garage sale this weekend. Last weekend. Mother of all garage, garage sale sales. Well, technically, when this comes oh, out, yeah, it'll be last sorry. weekend. Oops. So, um, can you even believe how much stuff the city of Everett puts on for us to enjoy? You know, you list all these events, 4th of July, music at the marina, sort of culture, fresh paint, which I guess is like the shack, though. But all of this stuff that we have that's like free entertainment, man, we live in paradise. It's pretty sweet. Thank you, City of Everett. I like it here. Speaking of things I like, who is ready to crown our trivia winner? We need winner one and winner two. This is going to be a little awkward because they're both from Team Garrett. Now I don't know who to root for. Sad. Team Garrett. Tyler, I'm going to need you to adopt one of my amazing trivia. They'll just be a loser. If they come on my team. So come on up to the stage. Christina and Amy. The Who ultimate showdown. Team Tyler. Here they come. Who's going to Sure you want to be on Team Tyler? <laughs> wow, that Alrighty. is a great attitude. Thank you. Let me You're right. It is all good off. if we lose. We're going to start with a Port of Everett trivia question. How many marinas are at the Port of Everett? One, four, three, or 11. How many marinas are at the Port of Everett? I can't help you. Ready over here. Oh, okay. Three, two, one. C. C. It's C. C. Winner, winner. You went on the Port of Everett tour? Was it fun? It was amazing. Did you get light refreshments? Ooh. You get to ride around in a bus with no air conditioning. Well, you only need air conditioning like one day a year. I have to cut anyway. this out now. <laughs> no, but they did a wonderful job despite the circumstances. That's good. They did a wonderful job. That's good. Okay. This is an Everett Animal Shelter question. Shout out to the Everett Animal Shelter. Shout out to animals. <laughs> On average, how many animals does the Everett Animal Shelter care for oh, good. <laughs> each year? A thousand? 5,000, 3,000, or 7,000? How many animals does the Everett Animal Shelter care for each year? I got a cat from the animal shelter, um, and he, like, died and or ran away in, like, three months. I think he got eaten by a coyote. Bummer, man. What is wrong with you? Why would you tell that story right now? That's my only Everett Animal Shelter story. 
Rest in peace, Scotty Kitten. Um, <laughs> my name is Scotty, I not Scotty Kitten. That is not funny. That's horrible. <laughs> 1,000, 5,000, 3,000, or 7,000. All right. Let's see those cards. See those cards. We got 5,000 over here. It's 5,000. <laughs> yes! The Chisholm Method failed you. <laughs> Amy got it. Oh, my gosh. It worked in my favor, though. So we are tied, right? We are tied at one apiece, so whoever gets this one. No, Amy's, Amy's oh, got the Amy's lead. When did the first 747 roll out of the Everett Boeing factory? The first 747 airplane. 1959, 1972, 1968, or 1965? When did the first 747 roll on out? Somebody in here has to work for Boeing. What do you think, audience? 59, 72, 68, or 65? My father says 68. My mother says 72. I heard them. But doesn't your dad work for Boeing? No, he works for a company that makes parts for Boeing. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> all right, all right. You ready? Okay. Are we ready? Here we go. Okay. You better be right. Three, two, one. Flip them. We got seventy-two over here. We got A. Fifty-nine and seventy-two. Sixty-eight. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, they did. Did you go to that? Did you go to the? Did you go to the lecture at the library? I did, and it was really interesting to learn a lot about what it took to make the 747. It was basically an accident. <laughs> they thought about developing it, and they were like, hey, you, that guy, you're not doing anything. Can you do this? And he made the best airplane ever. Wow. Thanks, Everett Library. <laughs> That's Shout amazing. out to the Everett Library for expanding our knowledge. Well, I guess Amy's our winner then. That was oh, three yeah, questions, so, right? <laughs> you got hey, it. Hey, congratulations. Amy wins. Garrett, do you want to... Um, Amy gets this large wooden box full of booze and pizza Thank you, Spencer Wallace. <laughs> Give it up for Amy one time. All right. So we're going to uh, start shutting this puppy down before we do. We thought we would uh, see if there was a short uh, Q&A session, maybe, if anybody had any questions for us. Does anybody have any questions for Th Tyler and Garrett of Live in Everett? Or Henry J. Or Henry. <laughs> or me. Or Christopher. Uh, yeah. yeah, you first. Yeah, well, you got to come up here and talk into the mic or else we can't hear you. <laughs> I know it sucks. I'm sorry. I am recording this. Role, not this mine. is being recorded. We don't have to sing karaoke, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm just curious, what's been your favorite part of doing the podcasts and the videos over the last couple of years that you've been doing it? Because we know what we enjoy about you, but what are you enjoying the most about the time you've put in? That is a fantastic question. That is a fantastic question. Okay, I think I have an answer. You guys have an answer? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, all right, I'll go first. I've lived in Everett for 14 years now, and... Uh, feel like this whole time we've been talking about how Everett is changing, like this momentum is building. And uh, I think one of the things that's always held Everett back, like Megan was saying earlier, as kids from Marysville, we, we thought that Everett sucked for some reason. But it was just like a story that we had been told, you know? 
And I think that there was a lot of bad stories told about Everett for a long time. And I think a lot of what was holding Everett back were those bad stories. And I feel like we've been relentlessly like telling good stories about Everett. That's our whole model here, right? We just want to tell good stories about Everett. We call it the Care Bear stare of just, oh, good stories. We're loving Everett. Uh, and I feel like there's more good stories being told about Everett, and it's not just us telling the stories anymore. I feel, and I, I don't mean this to be boastful about living Everett, but I feel like some of what we've done is we've helped make it cool to love Everett. And I love that. Yeah, I think my favorite thing of doing um, the podcasts and the videos is it's just such a great excuse to kind of go deeper in getting to know the community and connecting with it. And to me, like, like that's my number one thing for being in Everett is like the community and, and the connection. And so getting to not only experience so many more places than I probably would otherwise, where we have to be so intentional of going and trying and exploring these places, uh, but then all the people we get to meet through the podcast that we've gotten to interview. I mean, this is number, episode number 112, you know, so we've gotten to interview a ton of people now from so many different organizations and fields, and so it's just such an honor to get to develop those relationships and, and get to know so many people and connect with the community in um, uh, just a, a deeper way. So, yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Henry? I think that's, that's mine, too, is like what Garrett said, is just meeting people. Um, a lot of the guests that come in, the two of you like kind of know, or like Linda knows, um, and, I don't, and I don't know these people, so like I get to meet like these like CEOs and like people I never thought I'd ever meet, and it's, uh, it's very exciting. I also love editing the podcast a lot. Uh, the videos, it's okay to edit the videos. It's all right, but the podcast is like, this is like my baby and my bread and butter and so uh, yeah it's probably like my favorite time of the week is when we get together and record um, is that a train hopefully that's not on the podcast um, <laughs> gonna have to edit that out yeah right exactly but no I just love like putting this putting the podcast together putting the videos together because so many eyes see it and it kind of it's a lot of people's like first look at Live and Everett I feel is the video of their podcast so yeah thank you Henry Thank you, Tom. One last thing. Yeah, Garrett and I, when we first started working together, we talked about what our shared like, goals were of business outside of... Well, business has to make money, that's obvious, right? So what are some other things that we like, value and want to do with our business? Uh, we haven't really made a lot of money, unfortunately, but I think that we have... Um, it was to empower people and innovate. And that's what we wanted to do with Live and Everett. And I feel like on the empower people and innovate, like through that, we get to work with such cool people. So the Live and Everett team, it's not just Garrett and Henry and I, it's also Linda who's here today, and Christopher who's a contributor. And uh, yeah, we just have a great team. So I just want to take a second and thank our whole team and get to work with cool people. Any other questions, Christopher? Oh, Ryan? Birkenstocks? So more and more people are moving to the Pacific Northwest, to Seattle, and it seems to me 
that more and more young people and young professionals are moving to Everett uh, for whatever reason. You know, are they getting priced out of Seattle or are they just moving here for you know, their own reasons? So what advice can you give to new people moving to Everett, maybe new young professionals or just any folk who are moving to Everett, what advice can you give them to fully enjoy Everett, to engage in Everett, and just that have a good time here in their first three years? First three years. How to get plugged in? Ryan, who asked the question, would probably be one of the most qualified yeah, people yeah, to answer yeah, that. Yeah. Why don't you tell us? I've literally thought about having you on the podcast as a guest to basically talk about that topic. There we go. Podcast 113. Guest booked. You know, I make this, I make this joke and I say it kind of uh, like it's something funny, but Everett is a place where your dreams find you. I do mean that. Like when I say it, I mean it wholeheartedly. And I think like if you come to Everett and you you want to make something and you want to make something of yourself and you have a dream. And I mean, this is the reason that I stayed in Everett. When I moved to Everett, I wanted to move to Seattle. That was always my dream, right? And I never thought I'd stay in Everett, but I got here and I was like, it's easy to make friends here. If you have an idea, it's easy to find somebody who's also interested in your idea, who's going to help you get connected. Like I feel like Everettites want other Everettites to win. And uh, I think if you have that entrepreneurial spirit and you're curious and you have the right moral imagination for like doing awesome things with awesome people, just do that. That's my advice. I don't know where to start. Make friends, go to the library, narrative coffee. Yeah, I, I think that makes sense that it's um, like many things in life. It's a two way street and a lot of what you get out of it is what you put into it. And totally. so I, I would say uh, someone new to town, I think it's just taking the initial steps to put yourself out there and starting to meet people. And I'm a pretty introverted person. I don't have a super easy time meeting people, but it's like anything in life where starting is the hardest part and you know, start going to some events, start putting yourself out there, go bake your neighbor some cookies. And like, I'm a big believer too in proximity. Like the closer you start like in your neighborhood, like whether it's your neighborhood association or events going in your neighborhood, maybe you go to the same coffee shop every week in your neighborhood, you start making those little connections mm -hmm. and relationships and then it starts to snowball and before you know it, you do start to feel plugged in. If, uh, if, if you're putting in that little bit of effort, I think you're going to start to see some momentum from that. And I, I do feel like Everdites want to help other Everdites. And so if someone's putting in that energy and they do want to be a part of this community, I think and really hope that this community will accept them and, and that that relationship totally. will, will grow and flourish. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. So to add on that... Um, Everdites wanting to help Everdites. My advice for new Everdites, and what I hope, it's really a hope, that you would come here and not assume that you know what's best for Everett. So new people who move here not thinking that they know it, the people moving out of Seattle and being like, you know what we did in Seattle that was really cool. Or especially when we, like in some of the, the poorer neighborhoods in Everett, for us to go in and think that we, you know, as we gentrify here, right? people move in, more affluent people move in and think that they know what's better. And what I would hope is when people move to Everett, 
that they come here with a curious mind and want to understand the people and the culture here and uh, be part of it, make it better. Be part of making it better. Yeah, what the two of you said. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't really have much else to say. I guess, um, well, I mean, there's a great event called Engage Everett that happens every single month. Yeah. And uh, that's practical. It's like the easiest way to go from, like, you know, I, I mean, I went there when I was a part of KSER, and I actually saw you guys give a speech. It was at the Black Lab. And um, yeah, it's just like you could just go, like, talk to CEOs and people that, you know, you could. You have access in Everett. Everett's small enough to where it's easy to talk to people who are, like, high up. Totally. Right? And to get your ideas across and to have coffee with these people and to go talk with them. I feel like you can't do those things in a big city like Seattle. All that stuff is just kind of guarded off. But here, you could just, you know, make a phone call or send an email or whatever, and, like, people are pretty chill, and they will talk mm -hmm. to you. So if you're trying to get an idea off the ground or... You're moving into town and you have, you know, a dream of, I don't know, opening a really fancy coffee shop like Maxwell Mooney. Like, it's, yeah, it's like, so give it up for you Maxwell know, the, Mooney. It, the world is wide open. Everett's wide open for that sort of thing, you know, totally. for a fancy coffee shop or a fancy whatever you want to do. Or, yeah, art, culture, it's still being grown here. So totally. It's easy to, to reach out, to make things happen. Good and things happen here. Yep, good things happen here, and good Sorry. things can thrive here. I feel like for too long, people didn't give Everett enough credit. Like, nobody would have thought that a place like Narrative Coffee could make it because Everett wasn't sophisticated enough for it, right? And it's like, stop that. We are. We want great things. So do great things. Come here and do great things. Any other questions? I think we have time for, for one more question. Do one more. Thank you. I wondered if you had like an origin story for Living Everett. Like, was there a night when you came up with the idea to do the website, things like that? And if so, can you also share any names that you rejected during the brainstorming process? <laughs> that's a really good question. I wish I asked question. that question. That's that's awesome. Well, Diane Everett was not a very good name. <laughs> Turned out we focus grouped it, but it wasn't very good. Um, Live and Everett came about. Um, it's evolved a lot. Garrett was in real estate. We've been friends since before, before Live and Everett. We've, we were all friends. Um, Garrett and I were friends. He was in real estate and I was working in local tourism. And uh, at the time, my feeling was that we were spending a ton of time and money putting messages outside of Everett through our tourism marketing. But there was nothing really happening to put messages about how great Everett is back into Everett. It sort of changes narrative from the inside out. Stories for Everett. Everettites, you know, by Everettites, positive. There's the Herald, obviously, which we love the Herald. Big ups to the Herald. My first job was at the Herald. And, um, you know, other media outlets that were, it's like this person got stabbed to death with a crack pipe, and this person, car accident here and car accident there. 
So that was something that I fundamentally believed that Everett needed. Garrett approached me uh, about working together in real estate, and my tourism contract, subcontract that I was on, was ending. So we were going to work together in real estate as real estate agents. And as real estate agents, you have to market yourselves. And the goal of marketing as a real estate agent is to bond with people and build rapport, right? You have to get yourself noticed. You have to meet people. So we were like, let's put our marketing resources into just developing this thing that we think Everett needs and will respond to this kind of hyper-positive media outlet. And that'll just be what we do for marketing. We won't do door knockers. We won't do mailers. We'll just do live in Everett. And uh, that's how it started. And so I had already bought the domain when I was... Um, yeah, I feel yeah. like you had the name pretty early on. Yeah, I bought a bunch of like stuff in Everett names back when I was working on tourism. I just Tyler owns a lot of URLs. I do own the URL <laughs> dieineverett.com if anybody <laughs> wants it, just in case. So it started that way, you know, and Garrett and I... So the, the name just was like that because it was, we were working in real estate, you know? I think if given like what Live in Everett has become, I don't think we would call it Live in Everett now, but it is kind of like the perfect name because it's all about living well in Everett. So, uh, so it's not live in Everett? I mean, it's whatever you want it to be, man, you know? It's like... Uh, Tonight it's live. Yeah. Live in Everett live? <laughs> wow. Or live in Everett live. Live and Everett Live, yeah. Sorry. So that, that is the origin story. And so it's changed. I'm not doing real estate anymore. Garrett still has his real estate license. And, yeah. But I don't sell much anymore. Yeah, yeah it's, changed, it's changed and evolved a lot. Like, originally, we never even were planning to, um, you know, get, like, advertisers or make it into a media company or anything like that. We just wanted to do something that was genuinely... Uh, positive for the community. So, yeah, and it's, you it's all have responded so well, and we're so grateful to all of our followers and advertisers. Yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for all your support, for sure. So, I have a simple yes or no question. Are you going to expect applause next week when you're in the office recording the podcast? <laughs> Yes. I do every week, but nobody <laughs> ever applauds. I always expect it, but it never happens. <laughs> yeah, we need we need applause. We need we all, all. So please, thank you, thank you. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take that, sample it, and then put that underneath everything. That's great. Yeah, it'd be great if you could just sample that applause and play it for me, like when I'm having a really bad, stressful day, and I walk out of my office and I get off a call and I'm like, oh. Just play that, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, it's good. Go. I will. Well, All right. you know, I think, I think it's time to, it's to great wrap to it up. to end on a bad so, joke. Thanks for hanging out on the Live and Ever podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, please help others discover it as well by subscribing on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and leaving a review. If you'd like to drop us a line, you sure can. Podcast at liveandever.com or leave us a voicemail at 425-341-3731. Thanks for joining us today. Special thanks to all of you for being here tonight. Thank you. Thank you so much. This has been fantastic. Thank you. You're amazing. Uh, thanks to everyone who participated in trivia, and especially to our big winner, Amy. Congratulations. Good work. Huge, huge thank you to Blue Water Distilling uh, for hosting us and all the awesome yeah. servers. Thank you, Blue Water. 
This has been fantastic. Everett's best date spot. Thanks to Sleepover Club who loaned us uh, this PA system tonight. <laughs> and thanks to Henry's band All Our Ralph Army uh, for our theme music. Remember, good things happen in Everett because of all of you. So thank you so much for listening and being a part of our wonderful city. Peace out, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. This is why we're Everett till the grave.